0: Hey everybody, it's time for another episode of The Chicago 60 Podcast. And do we have a show for you tonight? That's right, we just finished up our first The pregame show. So we will do a Bears-Packers recap. We're going to talk about uh, black athletes. Do they, should they go to black universities or should they stay where they are? We end every episode <laughs> of the week with The off of The Week. It's now time for, gentlemen, it's time for the, the, the,
1: the podcast.
0: podcast. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Uh, we are super, super excited. Uh, one one thing before we start. Let's give it, let's give a cheers to the podcast. That's right. You hear that sound? <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am your illustrious host, Justin J. That's right. And next to me, well, sitting across from me is the other co-host. Hey, how you doing? Stormin' Norman. What's it's Norman Norman. up? and Norman, Norman is right. here, and then we got the rest. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we have the rest of the. We have the entire Chicago Sixty Crew in the building in my apartment. <laughs> At this time, studio, we've yeah. got to my left. That's me. It's Ron Russell. What's was the beautiful last nickname you gave him during it's the... It's Ron,
2: no bandwagon, yeah. no bandwagon, band Russell. That's right. I'm no bandwagon uh, at the tailgate. That's uh, right. But today, you know, we're back in the studio, so but I'm back to being Ron. Ron now Russell he just, here. No, he's
0: just Ron. He's Vesa Vaz- Vaz- Man, That's Ron. right. So we got Ron to my left, and then sitting next to Ron, we have... Uh,
3: Man, I, I don't have a cool name yet. I no, you're Joe? just no, Joe Ron Ron's gonna give me one. He's, I'm a, I'm to going gonna get a good come name up for something. We're, 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 gonna we're gonna come we're, up with a nickname for Joe we're,
1: we're, we're we're, get One uh, during like a podcast we're gonna we're gonna find it out. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna be that's it. It's that's gonna the be one that's it. All
0: right. And that'll be that. So uh yeah. Um and then we have Manny Fresh. Manny's we got him to come out. Manny. He's here. Man, he's is brought back. You gotta save, You gotta say hi to Facebook. Man, he's back. Yeah, he's got. We got fancy lights up in here. We've got okay. all kinds of manner of goodness going on right now. It's fen- phenomenal stuff. So uh, let's get into the let's actual go. juice of the so. podcast now. So, all right, gentlemen, we got to start with. So we did the the pregame show. We mm-hmm. had Charlie Barrons from the Man Talk Minute on. That was great. We had oh, yeah. Steve Shout Tate, out. NFL owner from the Packers, on. We had Bill Flores, yeah, Bill Billy Flores, up, and all the and then and then all the defense guys just joined him behind they him, which was in. not yeah, what I no, was, was expecting. Great. They had his back, and then, man. Was great. and they all fit in, uh, yeah. in the Facebook frame too, yeah. and they had yeah, their D phenomenal. in the fence. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. right. Yeah, I was I, that was that was a, a welcomed treat. I felt for safe. All. Okay. I Nice, <laughs> yeah. That was like nobody's gonna fuck with us now. No, no. Um, so that was wonderful stuff. It, it was and
3: a much better show than the game. That is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, you guys really outperformed. Oh, man. Yeah. Joe, if, only, if only don't our performance was what would oh, happen Jesus. on the field, the Bears don't would have won.
0: That, they definitely would have at least scored more oh, than hey, three uh, wait points. A you
1: guys had a great kicker. So i, I say that, I mean, way to go. Hey, if it wasn't. You worried about kicking. And yeah. If
0: it wasn't. <laughs> Thank you. <yeah>. And, <laughs> you there out. <laughs> and there it was. There it was. Are we cheersing to this? Yeah. I, are I are mean, I feel like a raise.
2: Eddie
1: Panero.
0: Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie, for putting us on the scoreboard.
2: We would had a big donut, if not. hmm
0: then, of course, Tim Shanley from the CBTC was on with us. And we're going to have a lot more other uh, characters Shout out to on Tim. for the other games. Yep. So the next one that will be uh, when the Broncos come to town. The good old Denver Broncos. Denver. So we'll be back out there. We're going to be out there all season long. And that should be fun. a lot of fun. We'll have a lot of different home types games. of guests. Because the, the nice thing about the CBTC and that whole environment is that they have fans from all over the country come, depending yeah. on who the Bears are playing yeah, for yeah. those home games. So... We're gonna have a bunch of kooky characters on there. Plus, we're always gonna have, kooky uh, yeah, kooky characters. We got some kooky characters <laughs> coming on there. That's great, dude. Uh, well, you know, I kooky. try my best to, to please the to please the people. The as old, they say. The, the the geezers that's, out there. That's that right. A, all a, that the old geezers. a right. That's right. So uh, so we're so it'll be a lot of fun and and, and come out and uh, they're at seven. Right. Well, at the current moment. They're at 1720 South Wabash. Yeah. That's the Chicago Bears tailgating club. Community. Let me let me use my uh, right. uh, alliteration there. The use. Chicago Bears tailgating club at 1720 South Wabash, uh, downtown in the South Loop. You can go and find them on Facebook. They're only on Facebook. Uh, let them know that you're with us if you want to join. Or just come out to a tailgating event and see us and our show. And I have a couple two-tree beers, maybe a couple brats. About four. Maybe a beef. Bunch of other things and uh, have have a few laughs with s- us. It'll s- be a great time. S- some some so, smoke meat. Some that's smoked right, meat, man. I gotta get that smoke meat. They gotta get that smoke meat. That's where it's all about. But um, anyway, so that was a good time. We're gonna be doing that. So it's gonna be freaking awesome. So do that now. Um, because we did the pregame show and it was about the Bears and Packers. Now we're gonna talk about what actually the fuck happened, which was horrific. And our <sighs> thoughts, real quick. So do we have uh, to? Let's we're, yeah, because it'll it should be entertaining. I'm hoping we're gonna be just as entertaining as Edo O'Bradovich <laughs> and Doug Buffon used to be because <laughs> ah, this shit was fucking ridiculous. Terrible. And I want to yell yeah, many things. So, right uh, you know, Ron, Ron, let me throw it off to you real quick. Let's what are your, what are your initial thoughts from the game that you saw?
2: Um, very lackluster. Uh, well, okay. Here's the thing: our starters did not play preseason, so Mitchell was starting to wake up a little bit in the second half. Looked like he was starting to get his feet up under him. Um, but still, three points. Even coach was like, "Seriously, three points? Um, yeah, we, we we gotta we gotta do better. We gotta do better. We'll do better next game."
0: Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. I thought uh, they definitely looked like they were not in sync at all. The offense, the defense came out to play. The defense, boy, uh, boy. Yeah. they had. And by the way, you predicted on the pregame show that they would have at least six sacks, and they did have six sacks. So his, that was a good prediction hey I know and, and Charlie looked at me like I was crazy I know you know but, so. uh, his offensive line sucks um <laughs> I'm not, so uh, go uh. suck a brat. um and but I do think that the defense was amazing um Aaron Lynch and Leonard Floyd two I think they had hey, two sacks apiece that uh, boy Leonard Floyd boy. Leonard Floyd
2: is definitely stepping up proud yeah. of
0: him he's he's definitely living up to his draft status doesn't hurt when you have Cleo Mack on the other Absolutely. side. Absolutely, I, I mean <laughs> he
2: he elevates everybody's game. So you can expect for those guys, especially the the you know the
0: linemen and uh, linebackers. You can definitely expect for those guys to do their thing. Well, particularly when he's getting double teamed. I mean, it's just going to leave. I mean, Leonard Floyd should have a fucking ridiculous year. You should. So, Hope so. He, but I mean, he and everybody else. But he did it. Of his own merit. Like, there was one sack he did. He bull rushed the he fuck did. out of the tackle yeah. and then got to Rodgers by himself. Yeah. So, I think he's going to be pretty phenomenal. Um, Hope so. Now, Norm, you're not typically a Bears fan, per no, se. No, I'm no, not. You're from not the typically. Carolinas. Yes, I am. You're from the Carolinas. I'm
1: from the Carolinas. Damn. so Which I Carolina a are you? Fan. You're from North Carolina. Uh, no, South Carolina, actually. That's right. Uh But I lived in North Carolina, too. So, did, did, it's did you, all lumped did, in
2: did one. Did you, did you see what your boy
1: wore? To his press conference. Listen, we're not gonna talk about that. He has his own type That's, of style. Wait, hold on, we'll, we'll get to that. No, we're gonna him, get to the rest yeah. of the NFL later. Okay, we're on right. Bears I'm Packers I'm right <laughs> now. I'm just getting excited but, Cam but, Newton,
0: uh, I love the dude, man. but he looked. Right. He looked ridiculous. We'll get That's, to that in a minute. Okay, we got all. We'll we'll we we can talk about whatever yeah. we want. We'll we'll in the next <laughs> segment, but right. we're Bears Packers right now. So Norm, you are an honorary Bears. I am. I am. I'm proud of being with us. So did you see the game?
1: uh So I saw the highlights. Okay. I saw the important stuff. Wait.
0: There were it's like highlights. Took the there
1: there, there so, were yeah. highlights. Yeah. A lot he of it was a <laughs> lot of defense. And then my favorite part, and I will say this again, uh, uh, Pinheiro, uh, him kicking that field goal was one of the moments where you saw him keeping his job. And it was the funniest <laughs> fucking and thing I've hey, seen in no my offense, life. Probably keeping his life, like ri- because yeah. he made it, and even the
0: announcers like laughed. Everybody, okay. <laughs> they're like, "All right, they're there's like- a kicker in Chicago." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like, he got the he got the yeah. loudest roar okay. of the whole game.
3: <laughs> and and Matt Nagy did Matt Nagy watch it? Did he see? Did he see Panero make the field goal?
1: I, I'm assuming so. Uh,
3: I mean, Joe, <laughs> you, were, you were watching the game. You should be able to answer your own question. Well, I saw it. I saw him make the field goal. Well, you were watching a television. So I don't understand, I understand why Nagy decided not to let him kick the next one.
0: Ah, correct. <laughs> that is correct.
1: Well, you know. You All right. Well, you well don't want to double doink it. So let
0: me. Uh, so just some initial thoughts. So any yeah. initial thoughts from from watching the highlights? Uh,
1: so I mean, um, it was really disappointing, and I will say that I did a lot better. <laughs> um i i crushed it uh so if you don't in, know Madden. or yeah, yeah yes. if you don't know uh that night i went home and uh I twitch streamed uh a game in honorary of the bears um in honor in honor in, honor-ary. In, honor-ary <laughs> <of the Bears. laughs> in honor of the bears um <laughs> and uh so my score was Bears 41 Nice To 6 That would have been A much better scoreline yeah. Now And I, and I will admit That in this moment uh, the pack The Packers 6 I was playing with my girlfriend And she, <laughs> she scored her first Madden sh-
3: touchdown oh. I was right. so wow. fucking that is, proud That is worthy of her I'm race. so proud of her so proud. Wait. I know you didn't so want
1: you, Yeah
3: So you you blocked the extra point on her.
1: Oh yeah, no, I smashed that shit. Like, <laughs> he was like, I, I "Not, was not like, in my you house." A touchdown, but fuck no. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna let I you go get this. Far. I'm gonna let you get this six. Like, <laughs> That's about it. I was yeah. so proud, and then I tore the rest down. That's fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. It was a great well, night. well, good for her
0: for sticking it yeah. out for 41 yeah. points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, it, was, it was. She was like, "I'm done with this game. Fuck this game." I'd be <laughs> throwing a controller. I'd be swearing like the. Fucking yeah. sailors out in the docks. But, I mean, that, that worked for six, Swearin though. Like she yourself. got yeah. it,
1: and I was so damn proud. And then I scored a few more touchdowns on yeah. But, yeah,
0: no, it was good. <laughs> you got to show her who's still boss. Yeah, and <laughs> absolutely. <playing that. laughs> like,
1: mad. But, it's yeah, what? no, and then I, and then I also uh, kind of had the game on my phone and talked about the game, and the game just didn't do
0: anything. So. All right. Well, yeah. um, that's phenomenal. Uh, I love everything about that. I just wish. Can we we'll get some highlights
3: game. of your game? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That I got them. I, I definitely have them. You're right, man. Yeah,
0: oh, hell yeah. Maybe, yeah. you, maybe you can send that tape to the Bears and they Let's can, they can watch it we, we should just do, do a this review
3: of the Bears game and just show Norm's highlights. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be so funny, dude. <laughs> That'd be this, great. this is the yeah. game that we watched. This is yeah. the yeah. game Shane we and watched. Charlie,
1: and like, what are you talking about, though? We won. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> what <laughs> what about? the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Fake oh. news. Fake news. Yeah, All that fake news, we won. 10 to 3 my ass.
0: No. All right, Joe, any initial thoughts before I get it? I got a couple of hot topics.
3: No. I just... No. No. <laughs> hey,
0: one thing I about mean, Joe—he's
2: not gonna waste any words, man. I do like that. Sir. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, here's a couple things I—I I had uh, thoughts-wise. That I'd like to get your your guys thoughts on. So one thing that I noticed in uh, what is that, Justin? Well, one thing I noticed in the game was um, I, the the play selection from Matt Nagy on the offense was pretty pitiful. I thought there were several third and one situations where they went for a pass instead of just running it up. I mean, they didn't utilize David Montgomery. He had like six rushes for 18 yards, which is ridiculous. As I thought, I mean, why they're using the other guy, Davis, more than Tariq Cohen and their first-round draft pick and David Montgomery? I'm going, what the hell is going on here? He's a third round, he's a third running back. Why, why are we using this Miles Davis guy? Other than the fact that his name is Miles fucking Davis, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Like, is his this name this motherfucker going to come out and Mike. play a fucking saxophone? Is it what the m- hell's going on here? It, it's, it's Mike. Is it it's Miles? Is it my? I thought it was. My- is it Mike? I think it's Mike. Ah shit. It's okay. We'll edit we'll Miles too. Davis we're, now. We're gonna call him Miles Davis <laughs> now. We'll call him now, Miles. And that's, he's miles today cause, Davis cause now. Because that's pretty And I hope awesome, he plays man. every snap with a saxophone or a trumpet in his hand. <laughs> uh, um, no, no, no. Every cause time cause he gets a touchdown, like, yeah, he just. He's gonna play some jazz in there. Staley the bear just has uh, his trumpet and he just plays the trumpet. Yeah, I. So I was a little upset about that. There was no running game at all, and Mitch Trubisky. Uh, can we just say he fucking sucked? Like, there's memes going around where it's um, Fred from uh, The Mystery Machine and Scooby Doo, and he pulls off the mask of Trubisky, and it's Jay Cutler smoking a cigarette <laughs> wearing number uh, 10. Man. That's hilarious, by the Jay way. Jay Cutler so, would have be done fair, better. I, and did,
1: I did play with Jay Cutler because I was playing Men uh, 2015. Oh, my God. So, gosh, Jay Cutler won. Oh, my Jay God. Jay Cutler did a great That's the only one. ever happened. Cutler did a job. Oh I hate God. to
3: say this, but. Definitely, Jay Cutler, Cutler. would have
0: done better than Trubisky in this game. I I do almost weirdly agree. He was yeah. on the sidelines, by yeah, the way. He was. You he's, think he was watching from the he's sidelines, like, being are you like, "Kidding? Oh man, At, I wait, wait, wait a this. minute.
2: I I can't agree with that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Cutler against. Okay, first of all, Cutler sucked ass every yeah. time
3: he played Green Bay. That's and tr- then, that's true. But his defense didn't hold him to ten points.
2: And then. He would go and just like hug the hell out of Aaron Rodgers after the game, you know what I'm
0: saying? So it's like, like I aspire to be. Yeah,
2: (laughs) like it's like you know, dude, like show some damn loyalty for once. I don't know. I think he would have probably threw like two picks, you know, at least. He
0: definitely would have thrown some picks. He definitely would have been throwing it to
2: Green Bay. So I don't. I mean, Mitchell is still a young quarterback, y'all. We got to remember that. Um, Didn't play preseason. He's not like Aaron Rodgers, who cannot play preseason and come out there and do what he did. Right. You know, so he's still learning. He, he's still learning. Um, week one,
0: you know, we just we lost to the Packers. <sighs> do you think the reason why the offense was really that bad is because they didn't do anything in preseason? Because yes. that is what I everybody so, on the radio definitely. is saying. Um, is that I'm, really it?
2: I'm going with that because you need that. You you need those snaps. You know, you need that. You can't just like be in practice because one, Mitch was not getting hit. He got the red jersey on in, in practice, so you can't touch him. Um, they were saying the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. They were like, you know, he needed to kind of get hit a couple times, and once he got hit a couple times, he was starting to feel like himself again. Because yep. you can't, there's no simulation for that. You,
1: know, you got to get hit. You <laughs>
2: Except in an yeah, NFL game, unless no <laughs> you're <laughs> playing Madden in the locker room. Right, right. And, uh, there's,
1: there's no simulation for that at all. You know, so yeah, it's you, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the same. Like, so see, I,
2: yeah, it's I, I chalk it up to I, I chalk it up to I think the they, they're going to have a better game next week. They're going to have a better game next I A better so. show.
0: I, I got a yeah, hope. Yeah, that's right. And I, I totally screwed that up. Uh, the next duh, pregame show is when the Vikings come to town, not the Broncos. The Broncos are next mm-hmm. week. So my error there. will correct myself. But, yeah, uh, I definitely think they're going to play. But here's the thing that I think, Joe, you had mentioned is that Vic Vangio coaches the Broncos right now. So Yeah. Uh-oh. I, if
3: I'm being – it's really, really hard to be an optimist as a Bears fan. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best That's to true. put my optimistic hat on. <laughs> That's hilarious. I want you to
0: eventually have an optimist That's hat. Fun. And just kind of put we it, it on. Okay. Your head put head it on. on so put it on. Honestly. <laughs> <Put> that, <laughs> no, that you know what? Up. The Bears are good for <laughs> balance on, in on, my Joe, life. I, got a, I Because, got for you. because I'm you an go. optimist. Put that on, Joe. Sure. That's the optimist hat. I'm an optimist throughout my life. In every part of my life,
3: except being a Bears fan. Being a Bears fan has taught me how to see balance in the world. But Anyway. I can only hope, I can only hope that this debauchery was the result of Matt Nagy anticipating his matchup with Vic Fangio and scheming, spending the entire preseason scheming on how to beat Vic Fangio and then being determined not to show anything of that in this first game so that Vic could see it. Wow, I love that. that, is, that thought it was great, Joe. I'm not sure there's actually our what biggest happened. rival on I'll the opening that, of the Joe. 100th
0: season of think, the NFL, well, so well, I can beat the guy who used to be my defensive coordinator. Matt Maggie's biggest rival might be Fangio. I think that was a Chuck Pagano thing because he's like, "Look, we got a new Godfather. We hey, got to beat the old Godfather." Hey,
1: listen, listen. You can lose the battle and win the war, and maybe true, the war that. Is,
0: is that. Well, I mean, they lost to the Packers last year, mm-hmm. first and, game. in true. The first game, and then they went five straight Which, wins. Which loss
3: was worse? Last year.
0: I don't know. This one's pretty bad.
2: Uh, no, it's not, y'all. It's, it's Look at yeah, it. Was it's 10 to 3. It's 10 uh-huh. to 3. It's 10 to 3, you know? Aaron Rodgers is known for like putting numbers up, like embarrassing the hell out of us. It wasn't an embarrassing loss; we just lost. I we was pretty embarrassed. Actually, which
0: one is worse? Because last year he came back and was basically playing. Last with one year, leg. last year was and worse. Scored three touchdowns, and this yeah. time he only scored one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Which, to be honest, almost didn't happen. It was only it, the only reason why they did was because one play. of one play, one yep. play, dude. One play, the One defense play. lost it yeah. because they did a play that the defense was not expecting. It was a good play yeah, call. It was a, a rollout out. to the left. Exactly. Which was, they weren't but expecting. You, but
2: the thing is, I knew, that, I, I knew that play was about to happen. Like, I, I knew it was happening. So, it's like, here it goes. And then, like, yup, right in the middle of the field. Like, he does it every time. So, it was no surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Hands down, last year loss was worse because we was kicking their ass. Yeah. We, we heard them. He's playing on one leg, and he just got into his offense. All he had to do was get the ball out of his hand. He got our defense tired. We couldn't do nothing with him. And also, I mean,
0: Khalil Mack had just – he hadn't been practicing, so he wasn't 100%. Exactly. And I think – I feel like that – I mean, the defense came. I mean, I I am not worried about this defense at all. They're going to be number one. I mean, they held probably the GOAT, if not – one of the best quarterbacks of all time to one yeah, touchdown. Yeah, he had one touchdown. Yeah. I mean... In,
2: in, in, a, in a first week of quarterbacks putting numbers up. like right. I mean, I, I think the average touchdown passes was like three. Like, er, yeah. everybody had three touchdowns yesterday. Yeah, And Aaron Rodgers, not only that guy that put up three, four touchdowns
0: against us. So, the fact that he left with one, I'm fine with it. Everybody,
2: yeah. like, want to just, you know, just say that the season is over with. No, it's not. And if man. there's
0: one thing that Nagy is, it's he's, he's an offensive-minded coach. He, he calls the plays. So, I have a feeling... I mean, look, we Joe and I were driving back from from the bar Reggie's, and uh, I was watching the the uh, conference um, that Nagy was doing, and he looked the most uncomfortable in that press conference that I'd ever seen him. Uh, He he knew he done goofed. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) he's like he should. In fact, he should have just come out and been like looking everybody. I done goofed. <laughs> I done goofed real bad. And I'm sorry. I'm going to make sure the offense is better against the Broncos next week. Yeah, and that sure. would have been like good impersonation of whatever the fuck Southern guy that was. And uh, don't do that again. Just play better, please. Listen, you if, if
1: to, to Mr. Trubitsky, uh, Mr. Mitchell, um, if you need someone to come and hit you on a daily basis, <laughs> you can pay me. I will be your – current constant. You won't know where I'm coming. You'll hey. be on the toilet and I'll hey. be like, time to get hit. And, and hey. I'll just kind of pop out of the shower. Like, <laughs> Hey, Mitchell,
2: this dude, Hey, he, he looked like one of the guys that you're in the locker room with right now, so don't, I mean, if you get the me job enough, done. I man.
0: will randomly hit you at different points. You know, you you'd, be, for you. you'd be like <laughs> that guy in that one commercial who, uh, the linebacker who comes in in the office and he just like tackles the oh, linebacker in the office, that but just tackles everybody but randomly. But I bet you if we implement That was the this, freak. He'd, yeah, be, a like, lot he'd of be like yeah.
1: eating dinner and all of a sudden he'd see me come out of nowhere and he'd dodge it, but keep the plate in yeah. his hand like I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And then when he's on the field, he's like this means nothing. They're all slowly
0: He just turns turns into Neo from The Matrix, and they all turn into ones and zeros.
1: And then, like the the next week, I'm like, okay, it's Super Bowl week. I got friends. Yeah. (laughs) All the all of a sudden, all of a
0: sudden, he throws a ball and he just teleports the other end zone and catches his own pass. (laughs) He's like, I've evolved. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I'm a real quarterback now. And there's
1: Brady just looking at him with his five rings on his hand. It's like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, Well, I think I think the Bears will definitely do a better job against the Broncos. They're not as good of a team. Fangio being first time head coach. I mean his defense will probably good. I mean the no Broncos typically have a good very good defense. Yvonne, but I think no you know about I mean I mean look Nagy's playing Nagy was a first time coach last year. Yeah. He played a first time coach in Le Fleur. Le, Le Fleur. Fleur. I Le am Fleur. the coach of the Packers. I yeah. am Lefleur. Okay, he played LaFleur. I, d- I really wish Lafleur talked like that.
3: Yeah. I would. Uh, that, I would, would that would be a be fantastic press comment. Hello, all everyone.
0: Uh, I do hope you enjoyed the Peckles game. Uh, uh, the uh, bells it, it, it I the Bears. I had to miss the I did it myself. I knew it would be a little How do you feel I, uh, about Aaron Rodgers? I think Aaron Rodgers is the best uh, person <laughs> in the world, and I wish I could grow a mustache like <laughs> his. That's stash, though. There's just
1: nothing but cigarette smoke <laughs>
0: Yes. Holding a baguette. We're in, a, we're in a beret. Just laughing yet. people. I, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I, we, we got, so, he's, got, he's playing Vangio next week, who's a first-time head coach also. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, after that, we've got, we're have got we playing the Redskins, which should be a win, and then the Vikings come back to town, and we'll be at that's the pregame show there that. So, I mean, one. those are going to be a couple of – I mean, uh, realistically, I guess I could see us going either 3-1 or 2-2. Two two. That's my prediction. It's not an easy open. But, um, you know, I don't know you how good the, Bron- get to the, know how the, the Broncos have fucking Flacco. I mean, if, if, we, if our defense can shut down fucking Flacco, I mean, it, even the alliteration, fucking Flacco. <laughs> I mean, like, it, come on, Flacco is nothing, no great shakes of a quarterback. No, nah, he's, he's his, slow as shit. He's, he's, like, he's, like a, he's like a peewee version of he's Tom Brady. Got, he's got a gun, though. He's a gun. He's got a gun. <laughs> oh, he's a, you, Wait, he's got a gun. <laughs> he's got a, he pulls like, whoa, out a gun. and comes <laughs> back and like, "Yo, man, I'm whoa, sorry. Whoa, come down. This it's guy, a ball, man. It's this, this a ball. guy right <laughs> here, man. Hey, hey, hey sh- No shots ball. fired. What the no, fuck is
2: wrong with you, man? No shots fired, Justin. I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm. You know, that's 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 what he's known that's for. True. So as long as we uh, keep him contained, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about Denver. I'm not worried about Vic. Vic, Vic had to leave. That's his first t- chance he had to, yeah. you know, coach. Of course, he's gonna leave. We miss him, but." We got, we got Pagano Chuck. Chuck. Fine. Chuck is yeah. Chuck can get the job done. He's a former hair coach. One He's Italian, to
0: another guy. Italian. The bababooey. It's you true.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get more to that uh, next week. Um, we'll probably we'll probably do something for that. Uh, got any anybody got predictions for the game? Because we're not doing a pregame show. That's right. Because it's not going to be a home game. So wh- what what do we got for predictions? We'll start um, off with uh, you, Ron.
2: Bears, uh, it's going to be a close one again, but we will score some points. I'll look at uh,
3: 17-10, Bears. Okay. Joe? Come on. Come on, Joe. Oh, what do you got? Man. All right. Oh, geez. Okay. Broncos, mm. three. Okay. Wow. Bears, 13
0: Wow! Right. Very another another 1919 uh, We, 19, we, 19 we might game. actually
3: win. <sighs> you sure about your that, confidence, you
2: like, <laughs> Your Joe, confidence, your <laughs> confidence
0: is pushing me off my <laughs> chair, right, Joe? Now, Joe, you
2: seem like you're a little. Sure <laughs> you about need a fucking over there, <laughs> fucking Christ, bro. Yeah, Somebody man. get a man. You got some hey, Prozac
0: over hey. there?
3: We need some Prozac. This guy need an espresso or something, man. <laughs> Jesus man. Christ! I have an
0: espresso machine. I'll cook. I'll make you some espresso. What happened
3: in our second game last year? I don't remember.
0: Who the fuck knows? It doesn't matter know. right now. Bears Broncos look, make a pre- you have thirteen to three. Thirteen to three, 3 boys. Yep. Jesus, I'm g- I'm glad it's a Sunday game and not a fucking uh, Sunday night game. That score would be horrible. We're playing I can't have another Christian Hollingsworth special. You don't like those. Well, this game sucks. <laughs> uh, fuck that, fucker. Norm, what you got? Man? Hey, you see them? They had their little vest on last week. And oh, and the hats. Oh, that, god, those hats. Oh man. Vest, oh my shit. god. Thank God they took those oh, things man. off. They look ridiculous. Justin, are we should
3: have kept. We're gonna give a shout out to Charlie Barnes? Yeah, we should. We we yeah. were, Justin and I watched the game with Charlie. Correct. Thank well, at least God the first half. he left in the first half.
0: Yeah, thank God. we <laughs> were still winning like when, when he left. That's right. I I don't. I guess he, he thought went, it was bad. Initially. I guess he, he went like, to go bad.
3: have a pep talk with yeah. Rogers. I, yeah, Obviously he might it have.
0: He, all of a sudden he shows up in the, in the halftime. I was like, Hey, Derek Rogers, you gotta do better, okay, Derek guy, because I was on. I was on the Chicago 60 pregame show, and let me tell you something there, guy. I got a shirt that says, don't be a dick from that guy, and I don't like that feller too much. So you got to win the game there, feller, or else lots of Packers fans are not going to be having the sex and having babies and naming them after you. So you got to go out there and beat those Bears, okay, there, guy, and get some cheese skirts.
2: Hey, we cannot let them Man, have Charlie more. Like 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 your Charlie,
3: Charlie impression is aggressive, like, bro.
1: Charlie impressions kind of on point. He must. He must be upset about that. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe I am
0: Charlie. <laughs> where's Where's Fred from the Mystery Machine? <laughs> Charlie's here. No, but really, he was a great guy. I would have got a, away uh, with but that re- it. But I'm really glad. You
3: guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad he wasn't there when. Oh, man, it would oh, have been horrific. Dude, that would have been the longest
2: game in the world for y'all if Charlie would have stayed for oh, that whole no, damn game. Man. Y'all would not have stayed for that Shit. game.
0: All right, Norm, what's your prediction so we can move on So All right, here? so
1: uh, here's the thing. Uh, the real game, I know nothing. Uh, <sighs> I, I won't be able to predict anything, so fuck the real game. I'm going to give you the game. The that game? I, The Madden game that I'm going to be playing that, that night. That. The bad uh, game. I'm going to give you the real score, there you and go. then uh, we'll see what actually happens. So it's going to be Bears 51 yes. to uh, Broncos. Seven, okay, um, I, I gotta get I gotta hold my girlfriend So, he, so oh, she she's going. to right, girlfriend an gets yeah. the extra point
0: Does she score on the offense or is another interception when she scores? Oh, see, you did not have to bring that up <laughs> Wait, wait, <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Be, I, are, are you letting back. her get
3: it or or do you think that she's actually no, going to improve enough to get it? No, I think she's going to
1: actually improve enough to get it I will slip up, hit a wrong play You know what she's doing right now, right? What? She's ever playing Madden Actually, no She was playing Breath of the Wild I was watching her That's what she So Yeah, no, right She turns everything <laughs> off And like, nah, fuck this dude She's no, she mad She's like, okay I'll like you later She, she like, got a gun out Yeah, and yeah, no, and yeah, yeah She would pull some shit like that Like, oh, you know I'm so bad at this game Fuck And
3: this she's moment. playing like, eye, eye of the Tiger yeah, the, on yep. repeat the whole yeah. time yep. So, but that, <laughs>
1: that's my prediction 51 to 7 Well,
0: I think I think the Bears offense Gets gets it back on track I think Nagy's gonna Push the hell out of them I think they're gonna Put up points on the Broncos Because I don't I think Vangio But the only thing I'm a little worried is Vangio knowing exactly how Nagy's offense is. So I don't think it's gonna get crazy. I think it's be something like uh, I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go twenty three to thirteen Bears over to Broncos. Alright. I can live with that. Shit,
1: let, let me write this down. Let's put a poll. Yeah. Like norm a norm, let's we let's, let's hear uh, yeah. it this.
0: Losers losers by the beers. On that note, let's move right along yeah, in know. All right, so there was an interesting article that I found that I think we should uh, give a few minutes to and <clears <clears <throat> There was a, a an ESPN. Or is she a former ESPN? She's former ESPN. Now right. she's a writer for the Atlantic. Got it. So she's a writer for the Atlantic now. Used to be on ESPN. Jamel Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill. <laughs> Jamel Hill. And she came out with an article recently that basically, and I'm gonna s- give a synopsis, a summary of this. Basically, she said that college athletes, black college athletes, should go back to smaller, predominantly black schools to make the football programs and other sports programs a lot better so that more people want to go there and just give those universities an opportunity to get more money, sponsorship, things like that, notoriety, and things of that nature. Instead of playing for all the big schools that they are currently that are predominantly white-run, white-owned, whatever. Um, and that was basically it. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> her point. She's like, Yeah. So, so here's why this is an interesting thing, and here's why it comes under controversy, and I really wanted to get Ron and Norm's thoughts on these, and because Joe and I had a bit of a conversation. Joe has some interesting thoughts, and he did some research and things on this as well, so it should be an interesting conversation for a little bit. Um, but basically the big controversy is people are calling her racist mm-hmm. uh, or, or a, a, a pro-segregationist mm-hmm. because they're basically saying trying to get more black Folks who are really good at sports to go back to black, un- predominantly br- black universities uh, is, is trying to get people to go and support segregation like yeah. it was before, yeah. you know, back like Jim Crow days yeah. and things of that nature. So um, that's what the big controversy <laughs> is about. I would love to get your guys' thoughts. I have some thoughts, which will be interesting to throw into the mix, but I want to give this – I'm going to give uh, Ron and Norm the floor here first to give your thoughts.
1: Is, is that not hilarious, though? Like, they're like, oh, so you're saying black people should go to black schools? You're being racist. Like, no. she, yeah. we,
3: we should clarify for people who don't know Jamel Hill is black. Right, yes. that is yes. true. Yes. Yes. Jamel Hill yes. is yes. also a black. a black No, woman. really? Well, I, just people might not know it. I don't
1: think I've ever met a white person named Jamel. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> I'm, if there know. is no joke that, hey, that's fantastic, but I'm, my middle name's Jamal. So I've never met a white person in any of the states that I've ever moved to hey, that
3: was
0: named Jamal. You know what? Shout out to Why white it? folks. Start calling. Can I name, can Jamal I name, Jamal can I name my kid Jamal? Please
1: do.
2: That'd be dope. That would be amazing. There's only one white Jamal I know, and it was actually I don't know him. He was in a movie. I think that what was that? House Party Three. Yeah. The Pajama Pajama Jam yeah. Jam. Yeah. Remember Jamal? Yeah. I don't. That's the only time. Yeah, dreads. I didn't realize he. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That Only time I like, ever heard of, of a white
3: dude being named Jamal. So yeah. yeah, if
2: you ever have a kid, you name Jamal. What is Jamal. Be some cool where shit. is that name
3: is that name like uh, like from Africa? Like originate? Like how how do these
1: I think names it actually come uh, not to not to get completely off topic. I think it originated. I think it's uh, Arab.
0: Jamal.
2: Uh, yeah, oh, that would make sense. Would yeah. you stop something getting like us
0: off on tangents? <laughs> we have like enough of a good point. topic yeah, right. to talk Sorry. about. What did <laughs> the origins of the name Jamal come from? And then from. we go deep into, into a wonderful this? philosophical we, conversation. We might have to
2: table name. that one and come back yeah, to yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. not right. tabling. We're scrapping it. It's a horrible topic to discuss. We're not a show about you, name origins. You don't like and my origins. name. You don't. You don't like my name. Joe, you can start your own goddamn podcast for that. <laughs> fucking Christ. We're gonna talk about. All right. Jamal so back Hill. to Jamel okay. Hill. Okay. And fucking <laughs> black athletes going to black schools. <laughs> fucking hell. All right. Norm and but, Ron. But, can the white person please let the black dudes talk? <laughs> Jesus Christ all right shit Joe as soon as Norm starts (laughs) talking Joe's like excuse me I'm a white man let me give my opinion first let
1: me distract him (laughs) think of something else what about your name I'm like yeah my name
0: (laughs) oh what is my name all right Norm you were saying some shit no no
1: it's funny as shit because she she ultimately saying like hey listen um Black athletes, you know, these colleges are already making so much money off of students in general, just alone. And so the fact that they're making money off of these athletes as well and their programs are making money off of these athletes. And these historical black colleges who have brought on some of the, the greatest thinkers and movers of, of black history, Preach. of even history in general, mm-hmm. um, they're not getting that, that notoriety, that funding, that, that boost that all the other colleges get True that. And so to say hey as black athletes Maybe you should think about some of these historical Black colleges before you think of These big colleges that are going to get you your NFL contract and all these other things Because on top of that they're going You as a black male as a black person In this world you also need to be Highly educated Tell because em. if you Break something they won't Care about you anymore nope. your career Is over. over but if you have Knowledge and information and in mind And they put you through these programs as well as they're giving you something, but you're giving them something at the same time. Absolutely. They, I, and I, I didn't go to a historical black college. Later on in life, I would have loved to. It would have been a it, it great experience. But I think all she's saying is, hey – Black athletes, before you think about going to these big schools, think about some of the smaller historical black colleges or even the larger historical black colleges. Give them an opportunity. Give them a chance to actually enrich your entire life and not right. just your football not career. just
2: football. Yeah. Or your athletic career. Mm-hmm. Um, people trying to say that Jamel Hill is uh, racist, uh, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Um, <clears throat> we already know. What a racist uh, person look like, you know, we we got one in the office, you know, this guy wanna be a weatherman and all types <laughs> of stuff. But um Jamel Hill, she it's like a witch hunt. Um, ever since she's made comments about him on Twitter. And that's why she got in trouble with ESPN. She no longer works for ESPN. And does she talk about positive things about black people need to acknowledge and, you know, get their shit together. Yeah. So she, she don't hold back. Like she speaks, she, she tell it like it is. Um, what she's talking about is athletes having choices because they do have a choice. They choose what school they want to go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, some of these athletes have like a press conference mm-hmm. where they got the hat yeah. sitting up on a mm-hmm. hat, sitting on a table. And it's like, it's, which hat is it going to be? You yeah. know, oh, I'm about to put on this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like Vanderbilt, you mm-hmm. know, or, or, you know, USC or something like that. I get it. Going to those established schools, those, those, those high-powered facilities, of course, you know you're going to get all types of attention. But if you show that love to a historical black university that definitely needs the recognition, not only are you going to get the education but you'll also be able to help an institution like grow. Mm-hmm. And all she's talking about is choices, that's all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like If you choose to stay and go to a white, because here's the thing, not just in football, you know, in basketball they talk about how these universities are, they're making billions of dollars mm-hmm. off of the sweat of these athletes. And you know, yeah, it's, it's white athletes too, but it's predominantly black athletes. And then they say that they don't care about them, they're talking about how athletes should be paid, NCAA makes so much money and all this stuff. Well, that's one of the reasons why I think she's saying, okay, well, if you want to go somewhere where people really would appreciate you, you could go to a black school. And it, it's just an option. She's not saying everyone needs to enroll. She's not saying, it because guess what? These these black universities, they're not just for black people. Mm-hmm. No. Anyone exactly. can go there. It's not just exactly. for black people. It's any race, mm-hmm. creed, or whatever. You like, should go to a historical go. black college. You know, so... I just thought that people are trying to just like attack her because <laughs> she speaks her mind and she's not someone who's up here um, not afraid to speak how she feels, what what's her, her, her honest opinion and, and that that's that's all that is. I just th- I think it's crazy that people are trying to call her like a racist and call her out. It's crazy. I don't think it's crazy.
0: Well, that makes that makes uh you, you gentlemen make an interesting some interesting points uh i have some some thoughts and some questions about, but before i get to those uh like i said joe and i were having uh, some conversations about this and joe actually has some interesting backstory on this that i think would be some good context so joe take it away joe uh in the with the history of, the of college football and whatnot well he did a lot of stuff that, that. That's, a bit. I, I,
3: that's a bit much i i uh
0: Look how modest he is now. Now he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. I, I know I interrupted no, the well black man, but tell I now I can I, I, I really am not that big. Just, the history just say you f- your fucking shit. It's okay. No, well,
3: I don't really know where I was going to talk. go. Just start talking. Use words. But, but um, as, a, as a comparison, I think an interesting comparison, uh, and just to just throw out this idea, um, is, is to look at the University of Notre Dame... So turn of the century, around like 1900 or late 1800s, cetera, Irish people in America at that time, especially cat bo- well, both Irish people in general and then Catholics as well True. were uh, low. They they were a step above black people, but Barely. they they were low on the hierarchy of races. True. Uh, the KKK was ch- well. They they were they went after Catholics as well. Um, that's. Anyway, uh, so Notre Dame was a Irish Catholic university set up outside of Chicago, and most of the people who went there were Irish Catholics from the Chicago area. And it was, well, I I can't say this for sure, but people went there, probably the Irish Catholic student body who went there would not have gone to some of the higher universities at the time. And the. And also they weren't just uh, all Irish Catholic but I guess uh, other people in general who would not have gone to other universities it's possible it would have just it, it's possible it would have developed into a predominant university on its own uh, you can't really say that but what we can say for sure is that uh, around 1908 or so Newt Rockney who' actually Norwegian not not Irish but he went to the University of no- Notre Dame and he turn their football program into a national powerhouse and not just uh he he made it the most exciting and uh most followed college football program across the country not just in chicago area but really across the whole nation and he set this university up in such a way that they would play the top schools from all over the country and it gained prominence in a way that people from all over the nation wanted to go to Notre Dame. And through college football, they earned their respect and became a uh, a university that people all over wanted to go to. And then towards the end of the segregation days, which was really like the 50s and 60s, uh, there were these black colleges that existed because... The students who went there could not go to right. the other universities. Right,
2: that's why they were. So, so <laughs> they went
3: there, and they started to be really, really good at mm-hmm. football. And by by the '60s, they were not always playing the top universities because they were still kind of looked down upon. But the fan base, college football fans, were starting to to recognize the talent and ability that was there. Yep. And those schools were just starting to get to the point where fans were saying, this is the real, these are the real champions right here. These are the top, Mm -hmm. the real top schools, the top programs. And they were coming out for those games and watching them. And not just black, white people were coming out and watching those games because they knew this is the top programs here. And just about that time was when integration began to happen. And... Then the same students who used to go to those universities began going to uh, the traditional top programs and so those schools never developed into mm-hmm. the
0: the way that Notre Dame did.
3: I don't know if it's an exact comparison, but it's an interesting thought to throw out I guess
0: yeah so just uh, just to add some color basically, you know there's all these predominantly black colleges that had Amazing players. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like in any other sport, like mm-hmm. baseball, anything like that. Eventually, white folks got got word and got snivelled, like, holy fucking shit, we suck <laughs> compared to these black fellas. And so they started getting. Uh, they're like, well, maybe we should have some, some of these blacks. people on. Yeah, let's get <laughs> yeah. Us, let's like, get let's us get some, get blacks. some blacks. Yeah. Came, but pay yeah. them this time. Yeah. Now, that's the that's the important part. Hey. Uh, let's, and, get and let's, let's get us some blacks. Let's get us some blacks. Can't beat them. Join us, huh? Yeah. I just want to say, for the record, that Norm said that first, <laughs> so I am now obliged to be able to say that because I'm quoting him. And, and so I spare. So that's what happened. And, uh, and then everybody was like, "Wow, this is a lot more of exciting of a game." And then, and then, slowly but surely, whites started get started getting pushed out of all the teams. And, but, the, but really it was because it was just more enjoyable games, which is what everybody wants in general. Yeah. And now we've gotten to a point where, um, football is predominantly played by African Americans and black and black players. And basketball is like 80 to 85% mm-hmm. uh, African Americans and whatnot, which is fine. Cause they're fucking amazing athletes. Um, and it's, it's like, it's a very good thing. But now that's we get back to the point of Jamel Hill where it's like, and that's why I wanted Joe to bring up his points because, looking at the history of it is very interesting and i i would agree now that and, and actually listening to you norm and you ron i, I i've definitely thought of, it's you have definitely uh opened up my mind a little bit to, to see this the situation a little differently because if it is purely a choice and a black athlete decides to go to a predominantly black school to play and they want to get a more well-rounded education the way the nfl is set up now and these lo- and, you know, these bigger, and, you know, like the major leagues, you're getting a lot of players that are playing in the NFL that are not from the big schools. <laughs> now, a lot of them are from big schools. <laughs> but, I mean, let's just give a quick shout-out to a former Bear, uh, Peanut Tillman, mm-hmm. who went to the University of Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette. Yep. I don't think that's a predominantly black school, per se, but my uh, just to give an example of, like, that's not a big school. I agree. And he still yeah. was one of the best cornerbacks the Bears have ever had and yeah. ever yeah. drafted. Yeah. I mean, he has a whole – Move called the the peanut punch yeah. that is named after I him. I mean,
2: to this day, people try to punch the ball out because exactly he like made. Him. I mean, he made a um, uh, uh, he, he made a career out of that mm-hmm. punching it out. I, I just want to say one thing before um, you you continue. I agree with that. You know, everyone wants to go to the big schools because they want to be drafted because they want to mm-hmm. be seen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, <clears throat> the cream goes to the top always. Mm-hmm. So no matter who you are, where you're at, if you're the best, yeah. they're going to find you. Mm-hmm. Right. And I believe uh, that. We, that's, we that's should also – sti-
3: but, but the majority, the, the vast ma- – you're talking about the cream, but the vast majority of college athletes are not going to the pros. They're mm-hmm. just n- they're not, right? They're not.
0: Yeah, They're not. And you can get a much better education in some cases. <laughs> well, because here's a funny thing, and, well, and well, Norm brought, up, brought this up in this – might be what Jamel Hill was getting at. I didn't read the full article. I should d- put it as a disclaimer, but let me just say. Um, you have make a good point where th- they'll you know you'll be cared for at those types of universities. They're going to give you an edge like a legit education because mm-hmm. when you go to these larger institutions, some of these players are not getting degrees anything that uh, mm-hmm. would be considered useful. No, let's they, say they mm-hmm. want you to get a contract and move the fuck on. That's about that's about mm-hmm. correct. So I mean I can definitely see the the case for it. But let me just throw out a quick thing. We're going to get, we're gonna have to move on here in a second, mm-hmm. but quick uh, question and thought to ponder. What ultimately is better for the black community, for black athletes to go to predominantly black schools, to try and v- – which would probably take generations to try and make those schools to the level of an Alabama, to a Notre Dame, to uh, Florida, those types of programs, or to go to those programs – Maybe focus a little bit more on their education in addition to football, and then try and make it into the NFL and help their families out. Which could then, if they make a lot of money and use it well, that's another key: using the money well once you make it, and then helping out their communities from making that wealth, which is a better route to go. It's
2: it's tough to answer that question. I mean, every every person is different. Their situation Mm -hmm. is different. Financial. You know, you, you may have a person, for instance, like, um, I'm just going to use Grant Hill right now. Um, his dad played professional football. Grant Hill played basketball. Grant Hill did not have to. He could have just went to Duke on a academic scholarship, something like that. You know what I'm saying? He just right. happened to be a tremendous athlete. So, you know, you got some people that's coming from urban ghettos. Uh, that black university, you know, might not be a sure shot way for them to get to a point where they can help take care of their family. You know what I'm saying? So it, it really depends. I would like to see more people go to the black schools because I feel like the mm-hmm. black schools need help. They, they really do. I got a friend right now who's um, their kid. Shout out to Bryce. Um, Bryce, Bryce Dean is going to uh, a school and he's going to a black university right now. And he went to my former high school, Mount Carmel, and he's crushing it for volleyball. And um, he they they chose to let him go to a uh, all black school, um, but he's he's getting I think he's getting partial academic scholarship, but he's not even getting an athletic scholarship. And this kid could have gone mm-hmm. to schools on a on a on a you know say athletic scholarship, but they wanted him to get his education. They mm-hmm. felt like they went and uh, visited a lot of different schools, and they just didn't get a good feel. But they went to this school, and they just felt like this is it. He felt like mm-hmm. this was it. Like he made that call, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah. It, it really depends on the individual. I think education is is extremely. I mean, especially if you play in football, because yeah. your 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 plan experience is, is so yeah. limited. Very limited. You just don't yeah. know, man. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just mean, look the, at Andrew Luck. You know, the contracts aren't guaranteed mm-hmm. at all. No. Money's I'm, not
0: guaranteed. The money's not guaranteed. The career's not guaranteed. I'm gonna
2: say this real quick. And in, in, in NBA, as far as like basketball go, it is not even a doubt. These guys these one-and-dones, they're not even going to class. They basically are in class for six months. If they're going to class, mm-hmm. that's it. They know they're going to the draft. They're mm-hmm. going to yeah. these institutions that's preparing them to play pro basketball. Yeah. So these guys are not going to class. So you're, you're, you're basically taking a seat for someone that can really use that education. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zach Levine even said it. He was like, when he was at UCLA, he was like, shit, I don't even remember how long. I, he's like, I think I was there six months. One-and-done. Mm-hmm. So, in football, if, it, if they didn't have that rule that you, you had to go three years because y- your body has to be physically able to play in the league. So, of course. But, um, yeah, I just think that the education is really important, but it's hard to make that decision when you have to be the breadwinner for your family. I mm-hmm. think that's, that's what it really comes down to.
1: But I was also going to say in that statement, um, it still means so much more to even be there. Like, you may have the option to make all the money and come back and help your community, but being in your community, period, going through college and actually being one of those few people who actually made it through college in your community and then coming back and being in that community, hell, you could open a corner store, for crying out loud. That still means you're in your community. You have a college education, so you can tell that one person, that one kid who's like, I'm not really sure about that, you can tell that one kid, hey, no, you can do it, and you can be your own boss. Yep. That's all that matters is one day becoming your own boss yeah. and being like, I control this. So even if they did go and, and, and you know, have that choice of deciding, well, you know, uh, it's between me potentially making a ton of money and coming back and help my community, which I'm not saying many of them don't, but I'm also not seeing a lot of them do it. Right. Uh, especially with the amount of black athletes in the NFL oh, and real? in the NBA, I'm not seeing a. Lot of, with their money combined, they can create Captain Planet, but they wouldn't. Fu- <laughs> they haven't fucking done it so far. So yeah. LeBron James is opening fucking schools for kids. Yeah. Crying out loud. Yeah. Like if all the athletes came together and just started giving money just to help. I mean, a, a small piece of their money, our, our community problems will be over. It's true. But those athletes who went to those colleges and were like, hey, you know, uh, I'm not gonna make it to the pros but i'm going to get my degree and i'm going to go back home and i'm going to set something up Mm -hmm. so that other kids can do the same thing that's just as powerful as that person making a ton of of money and coming out of the neighborhood and going i'm never going back
2: because they see you Mm -hmm. they can see it yeah
1: yeah but so so they're both good they're both good but there's enough black athletes in this world to go one way or the other yeah there's no athletes, excuse me, actually, not just black athletes, white athletes too. Hell, Hispanic athletes, uh, uh, ch- Japanese, Chinese, I, I don't give a fuck what, yeah, go. what race you are. Yeah, man. I think be- everyone should have the opportunity, especially if you are a different race, to go to a historical black college. Go and get that education. I mean, fuck yeah. We'll
2: teach your ass something. <laughs> Y'all, you gonna learn today. Or, or should, should everybody not
0: go to college and forget about student debt in general and just yes. start their own business right out? When they're yeah, at just, 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 yeah, just say... Fuck exactly. colleges in general, yeah, folks. So and and just start, it don't it do it. And start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's shut it that's all right. down. <laughs> but, but not one that competes with ours. Yeah, uh, so moving right that. along don't in other news. news. Uh, gentlemen, it's now time for the Jagoff yeah. of
2: the, the week. week. This is going to be a good one. how are you going to do that
0: now
1: with it? You, you realize halfway through, you're like, I'm in this mic. Let yeah. me back
3: out. Yeah, I know. I realize <laughs> You that. got we'll inside the mic. And just, Justin <laughs> yeah. just, just so snowball. used to seeing it. Yeah, he's uh, something shaped like was, this, just sticking it in his mouth.
0: Um, gentlemen, the Jagoff of the week this week who is Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. What a fucking Jagoff. Who, who, Antonio? who is
2: this guy? I never heard of
0: him. Yeah, let me give some context for you, Joe. Tell him. Antonio Brown was a wide receiver who played on the Pittsburgh Steelers Correct. for many, many years. He is regarded as probably the best wide receiver in the game of football currently. True that. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins on Houston slightly better, but the two no. of them are almost the exact same. And he, he and, and Ben Roethlisberger That's were going to be regarded as the best quarterback and wide receiver duo in the entire NFL if he had stayed on the Steelers and kept playing. But apparently he had a falling out with Ben Roethlisberger. And he asked for a trade, and uh, he ended up. Uh, so, so the the story is he, he got he got traded to the Oakland Raiders. Yep. He was a John Gruden. Chuck. And eventually he's like, mm, Nah, I don't want to play here. This sucks. And because uh, Oakland sucks. <laughs> and, uh, and so so he's like, I want to get the fuck out of here. So he basically orchestrated. Or did his, we don't you know? Well, we'll get into that, but basically, he was released by the Oakland Raiders not more than a day or two ago, and then the New England Patriots, uh, current world champions of the NFL, picked him up three hours or so later, Mm -hmm. and uh, now he's part of the New England Patriots and will be playing. People were legitimately
3: worried for his mental health. You can't make this shit up. Millions
0: of people. I mean,
3: people in the journalist world, professional journalists of the highest esteem. We're legitimately concerned for this dude's mental health, and then th- just a few hours later, people are like, "No, he's a he's a genius." Just yeah, he's, a, he's an evil genius.
0: Okay, so here's some here's some here's some clues. So first of all, Antonio Brown. It was f- well. First, let's go back. The New England Patriots wanted Antonio Brown, and the and the Pittsburgh Steelers, who play in the same conference as New England, pages said, "Nah, y'all can go fuck yourselves. Yes. We're not giving you the best wide receiver in the game <laughs> with Tom Brady. Are you fucking nuts?" And uh, so Antonio Brown caught wind of this, that the Patriots, and he's like, oh, shit, play with Tom Brady. That sounds pretty nice. I, I could do me a couple of one, two, three rings. That sounds, that sounds pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But then he got traded to the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, so he went over to Oakland. He's like, you know what? I'll try this out for a spell and see how I like it. One day later, he's like, mm, yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> and he's like, how the fuck do I get myself out of here? How the fuck do I yeah. get myself? That's right. So uh, so he started this whole social media campaign um where he's basically telling the Oakland Raiders, I hate it here. I hate it here. Hey, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> can you get me the fuck out? Tell us how <laughs> and, you really
2: feel, Antonio Brown. Yeah.
0: And John Gruden was like, "No, you're going to love it. I'm awesome. Remember me from like 20 years ago when I was a successful coach, but now <sighs> we suck. But I but I'll be better, I promise." And Antonio Brown was like, "Nah, I saw, I heard you on Monday Night Football. You suck, bro. Get oh. me out." And so, <laughs> and so, I saw you on those Corona commercials. You were really bad. So, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so, so Antonio Brown was like, "Yo, you got to get the courage to release me." And uh, he got released and he got picked up by the Patriots. Now he he there are plenty of reports out there that he had social media experts that he consulted to help him with yep. his social media game so that he would put pressure on the Raiders to make them basically have to release him. And that's what he did. And there was a big scandal because he recorded a phone call with John Gruden. Where he's like, just be a fucking football player and all this stuff. And uh, apparently they got permission from John Gruden to, to, tap. t- to tape it and like record it. Because in California, it's a two-permission, like two-person uh, uh, state. So you need both parties to agree for any recording to ever happen. So John Gruden did that. I mean, John Gruden did everything he possibly could to keep this motherfucker around. He sure And did. Antonio Brown's like, mm, nah, man, I got my <laughs> grand schemes.
2: <laughs> he sure did.
0: And uh, now, now Antonio Brown, starting next week, will be playing with Tom Brady. So, that's, so let me just get this straight. Tom Brady lost Gronkowski picked mm-hmm. up Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon still has Julian Edelman. Yep. I mean, fuck me, dude. That's no. That's and their defense is way better this year. Yep. Can this end? Can this, I'm I listen to Bill Burr's podcast. Shout out to Bill Burr, please have me on your podcast. But um <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick of Boston winning Fucking championships! You. This is disgusting. Now I am an American and I like their colors and I like that their name is the Patriots. But other than that, they can go fuck themselves. And Antonio Brown, you're a jagoff. How dare you? Yeah. All right, everybody. That was another episode of <laughs> the podcast, right. and uh, I'm super excited about that. I want to give uh, a thanks to Ron Russell for being here, thank you. for Joe Nilo for being here, thanks, and all of course, Norm, Norm. Storm Norman is Stormin. here, and also to Manny Fresh for coming hey. out tonight. Yo, Manny, we're going to have a, great. we're having a little bit of a company-wide meeting after this, so I'm really glad Manny Fresh is here. He is, It's always delightful to see you here. That's right. Sir, so really thank you, everybody, for being here. Chicago 60 crew is here now. If you did like what you heard tonight, Which and you, you also like all this fancy new equipment, and you'd like you to help do? us and get more will. fancy new equipment <laughs> yes. that you can mm-hmm. watch us use, right. uh, first you need to go to Facebook, Facebook, and you need to like and follow us there. So like you can, can go follow. to Facebook, and in the search bar, please. you can mm-hmm. type in Chicago 60, S-I-X-T-Y. S-I-X-T-Y. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's the word spelled right. out. Spelled and look out. that, and then hit that like button and hit that follow button, please. Because please? we got all kinds of cool stuff coming out, yes. and you're not going to see it if you – don't do that. You can also go to YouTube, YouTube and just type in Chicago 60 with the numbers this time. That's, that's a right. six and a zero. And you go there, and you definitely, definitely need definitely. to be hitting that subscribe button and that notification bell. Because if you don't, you're going to miss out on all the funny videos that we have coming out soon. Mm-hmm. You're going to be missing out on the pregame that's going to be out on there. You're going to miss out right. on a lot of shit. So you don't want to do that because don't that's going to be funny content. Don't miss you. You're also... Going to need to go to iTunes or Apple Store or wherever you go and listen to podcasts. You need to hit the subscribe button there, and you're also going to have to leave us a five star review because you know you like what you hear. You know you. So do. you got to leave them five stars. That's right. Because I saw that Chicago 60 is starting to creep up on them uh, search results, and we needed to do more because we want to bring you more amazing, interesting stuff that's going to happen. But if you don't do that for us, we ain't going to do that, and then we ain't going to be seen by all people who might want to learn about this amazing city we call Chicago. So please go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. You can also go to our Instagram page, which is Chicago underscore six-zero. Chicago underscore six-zero. Follow there because we have a bunch of new stuff that will be coming out. We're coming out with a whole new campaign of social media and everything. Instagram will be way different than our other pages. So we're going to have cool new photos, behind-the-scenes stuff and everything. So if you're not following it, you're going to miss out on all of that. We're going to be on Spotify soon. We're going to have a Patreon account. We're going to have a GoFundMe. We're going to have all these things. We're going to have all kinds of cool shit for you to buy. We've got merchandise coming out. I'm wearing a doll, bears, don't be a dick, be a dick, shirt. You can buy those. Just let us know. We have all that stuff coming out for you and amazing content, including short films, feature films, all that shit is coming off. The Beef Off, what's going to be happening? All kinds of cool stuff is coming out. So if you don't follow us on all those platforms like Spotify, which we're going to be on by the end of the month, if you don't follow us there, you're going to miss out on a bunch of cool content. You're not going to help us tell people about the amazing city that we call Chicago, and it is great, and it is amazing. That midwestern town that starts with a C, ends with an O, and has Chicago in the middle of it—Chicago. Okay, so go do that for us, real one, uh, go, uh, real quick once, and help us out. And gentlemen, that is the final, final, the Finale of the Chicago 60 episode. So you know that we must end every episode with our favorite phrase. Bear down down and and fuck fuck the Packers. Packers. All right. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next week. Don't be a dick. Be a ditka.